The weather's kind of lousy. It's kind of cold. It's getting late in the year. Don't make someone's day worse by parking like a jerk and taking up their spot. Now they've got to circle back around and park further away and walk in this drizzle. Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. AJ McCall on VFX. Make sure you park correctly. Don't give them any excuse to take a picture. Yes. And send it to McCall and myself mm-hmm. because we will not be kind about it. Nope. Uh, and actually, we uh, as we get ready to get set up for the, the 2021, the Grand Park Narc Tournament, we got our first entry ever. That is a not a vehicle, not a four wheeled vehicle. Correct. And that we got that nominee number one. It's nighttime. No one needs this parking spot. So the bike is parked right on the fringe of that stripy rectangle. It's not, but it's pulled all the way forward on that special needs spot right at the front of the store. You can't do that, <laughs> dude, bro. Please. Dude, bro. Please. You know, I, I, admittedly, I will give some leeway to motorcycles because, like, there, there really ought to be more just general, like, here, you know, how, like, they have bike racks, right? They got bike racks for regular bikes. There should be something like that for motorcycles because they obviously don't need the exact amount of space, the same amount of space that a car generally needs. So find a way somewhere near the front or whatever and just put a bunch of them together so that they can just kind of hang out like that and then save room as opposed to doing this like what what is he gonna do he found a great spot well this not this guy this guy no. took a special needs spot but if he found a spot up front you're like you can't fault him for taking the spot up front exactly but this guy not an example don't do no don't do what he do at all nominee number two come on let me park on the lines and this is like a big stripy rectangle. It is. And somebody commented on it that it's somebody who drives for um, <laughs> yeah, DoorDash. DoorDash, yeah. yeah. So with that said, I mean, I there's a little bit of leniency that goes in there because they are running straight in, straight out to just grab you it. Mean, wait, hold on. Hold on. I've heard that excuse before. Yes. This guy actually is going to be in there for just, just yes. a couple minutes? I've seen people come in and pick things up for DoorDash. They literally set it up there, and then it's Thank just, goodness. you just run in, grab it, and run out. So they had to have caught it very, very, in a very short window. Just the right time. Yep. Right place, right time. Well, you know. We'll see if that gives them any leniency, though. There's some leniency there both ways. It's your choice. Yeah. Still parked both places where they're not supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So decide for yourself which one annoys you the most. It's pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Um, Which nominee annoys you the most? And if you see terrible parking, of course, safely take a picture. And send it to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram, Utah's VFX. That's why someone decided to cash in on it. But I think the idea of marketing it kind of ignores why it works that you fall asleep in the vehicle. Okay. There are definitely those of us that are way more susceptible to falling asleep in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. AJ McCall at VFX and one company said, hey, let's cash in on that. Rude. So in Hong Kong, they're offering a five-hour tour of the city that's just meant strictly to put you to sleep. And well, do they have someone narrating it? That's a good question. Because if that's the que- if that's if that's the case, then yeah. It comes with a two course lunch, a Western meal that is uh, dubbed the food com- food coma lunch. Perfect. Uh yeah, it's a normal tour because there's spots there's spots where people can hop off and take photos. Okay. So y- you can, but the whole idea is to get people to fall asleep. That's dumb. <laughs> that yeah, a, like, well, <laughs> the thing that gets me is so like. Yes, like when I was up until high school-ish, uh-huh. anything, doesn't matter. Put me in a vehicle, start driving, done. 
Audi. Public bus doesn't feel like the place I'm necessarily going to be allow myself to get comfortable enough to be like, yeah, all right, and doze off. Yeah, I think for me, if I'm in a new place, it's more difficult for me to go to sleep unless there's like a lot of things going on. And if that's the case that I'm like, okay, we're checking out. I'm overstimulated and I'm done. <laughs> and I go to bed. <laughs> and it's like nothing. Apparently there are people that claim the best sleep they get is on public transportation. Who are those sociopaths? I don't know. No way. No. no who's like, I'm going to get on a city bus. I need a nap. By the way, you're encouraged to bring a pillow and a blanket when you buy a ticket for this thing. And of course, there's different classes. There's extra leg room. There's a VIP panorama cabin. There's the zero, the zero decibel sections. So, much like a plane, they've still figured out a way to d- divide up this double-decker bus. Which, to be honest with me, if, you, if you're one of those people that falls asleep on rides, I don't think noise matters. Mm-hmm. Like, there can be enough, don't be wrong, there can be enough to keep you awake, but generally, like, you're just going down. The motion of the car just... Yeah, majority of the time, like, for me, if I have the noise, if it's really loud when I first start falling asleep, I struggle, but it can be as loud as it wants. After I'm asleep. Done. Unless it's Over. people slamming their doors. Yeah. And if that's the case, then well, obviously your shame body's you. telling you, oh my gosh, they're leaving you in the car. You have to like go. We now yep. we need to be awake now. Yep, that's it. Now's the time. That's exactly what's uh what's being told to me. Yep. Could you imagine being the 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 tour leader on this? Be like, hey, so you gotta give like a decent tour, but also people are trying to sleep, so I don't know, find the middle ground there. Don't be so bored you put them to sleep. We don't want that to be the case, even though that's kind of the goal. But also, like, you got to be able to provide information on this 47-mile, five-hour tour of the city. Can I take a nap? No, absolutely not. No. Yeah, that would be miserable. You just stand there and just, well, everybody seems to be asleep. Like, yes, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, parents, it's out. It's been revealed. You lie. And you may lie some but you definitely lie at least a few times out of pure convenience. It's how Chuck E. Cheese may have ruined part of McCall's childhood. Mm-hmm. Or uh, apparently arcades are only open for birthdays. Yeah. And look, we'll meet you in the middle. We will give you one one lie that is actually really clever. Secrets out, parents. I mean, it's just it's time to come clean. Yeah. The Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. Now, what jarred this memory loose yet again is Zach Galifianakis revealed that he lies to his kids and says he works as an assistant librarian oh. instead of an actor. Nice. And the reason why is because his kids are four and seven and he doesn't want to tell them specifically about the Hangover movies, which were really his big break. It's true. And of, reasonable, I think. A four and seven year old probably shouldn't watch those movies, right? No, like, no. Even I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. But, 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 that is innocent enough and totally makes sense to me. Right. One of the things that I really love, uh, Carrie Underwood is one of my all-time favorite human beings, period, because she's a great human. Her kids, her son, I can't remember what his name is, Liam, Isaac, I don't remember. He didn't know that his mom was famous until he saw mom on the TV and he was like, wait a second, mommy, why are you on the TV? And so then she had to explain that she's like, oh yeah, I'm a famous country singer. And he was like, floored. He's like four or five years old and he's like, what? You're famous? Adorable. So cute. That one, those ones, innocent enough, yes. right? However, sometimes they're not innocent. Don't lie, parents. Sometimes it's out of convenience, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of laziness, financial means. I There's a mall in Indianapolis called the Circle Center Mall. Okay. It's a big mall. And I think 
two birthdays in a row I went there because they have this they have like this entire floor like almost the entire upper floor is an arcade Mm -hmm. and it is awesome and we went two birthdays in a row and I'm pretty sure don't remember because I was like middle school ish but spent I'm sure a fair amount of money to just spend the day in an arcade so like whenever we had some free time or whatever I was like let's go to the arcade no 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 AJ you can only get into that arcade because it's a special arcade oh. on your birthday. Okay, that makes sense. Because it was way cooler than any other arcade. Like, it had all kinds of fun games and had a card. Like, it was one of those ones before everyone else did where you could you just put all the funds on a card and you just put the card in and swipe it and then yeah. you just play. So it was oh, like magic. It was awesome. Right. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. What is that? What is that lie that your parents told you just to, I'm going to be honest, weasel out of something? What was it? I wasn't ever allowed to go to Chuck E. Cheese because I was told that I had to be invited to a birthday party to be able to go to Chuck E. Cheese, um, which I later discovered was not true. Um, Thanks, Mom. And looking back, I never got to go to Chuck E. Cheese. And you know why? Because I was never invited to a birthday party. So you know what? I just thought that my friends hated me. So... Your mom or whoever, dad, mom, aunt, uncle, grandpa. Yeah, humans set you up for that one because... Chuck E. Cheese is a magical place as a kid. Dude, I don't want to go now. I mean, looking at <laughs> it now, fair. I'm like, this looks like a Can we go to the kind of hotel pizza hole. place? Yeah, like, it's fair. No, thanks. No, it's fair. I'll pass. I mean, a full choice to pick a mascot being a rat. I know. Uh, somebody just messaged us and said Chuck E. Cheese is only for birthday parties. Dude, Chuck E. Cheese was only for birthday parties. That's what I got told, too. <laughs> I couldn't go to Chuck E. Cheese unless it was a birthday. And then I was like, oh, can I have my birthday there? And my mom was like, no. It's got to be somebody else's birthday. Sorry. <gasps> Someone texted us, 68255, that would text, start your text with VFX. McDonald's is only for road trips. Okay. Oh. I didn't get that one. Um, I know for a fact, my mom, when my mom went on this huge health kick. Okay. She was the one, that was the house where if you didn't eat your vegetables, you didn't get up off the table, right? Right. On this huge health kick. And it was two times a week. And for the life of me, I cannot remember the reason, but I'm pretty sure there was penalty of death somewhere in there. Oh. Like you were only allowed to eat fast food two times a week or else you would die. Oh. Seems extreme, but it was something Probably. like that. So yeah. I, I feel you, road trips. I feel you. Yeah. Ooh, this one's evil. Okay. <laughs> uh, this one coming from a parent, apparently. We save McDonald's bags and cook hamburgers at home, put them in the bag <gasps> to make them think they're MCD. <laughs> no, no, no. That's genius. That's genius. I've got friends who do that with like Chick-fil-A. They'll make like chicken nuggets and stuff at home, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, we you gotta got have the sauce." Do Chick-fil-A. they have the sauce though? That's a I deal breaker for me. If they don't have the sauce, like you get the sauce, I can live with it. I don't know. I don't know if they do or not. They may have it, but yeah, I know I have friends who do that, mm. and I think it's genius. Look, I'm look. At, at, there was a point in time where we would have obviously, and still to a certain point, be like, "This is ridiculous. How dare they?" And then you get to a certain age, and you're like, "You guys are geniuses." I get it. There. So just make, you know, burger to put it back. Actually, my 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 mom and stepdad for my oldest sister uh, for the longest time told my sister that hamburger was steak. Like when she would go out to a restaurant and it was like her birthday and she said she wanted steak, they'd be like, hamburger. For the longest time, she was not happy when she figured that out because it wasn't it wasn't her that figured it out. Somebody was like, that's that's steak. That's a hamburger. <laughs> that's not a steak. We got to send your order back. And they were like, shut Shut up! Shut. <laughs> that one's reasonable. I ain't gonna pay for a picky eater like her. Yeah. She's the one that didn't like queso. The steak, which she 
probably won't finish. Yeah. I'm with it. Also, I'm pretty sure she was a ketchup on steak person for a while. and just Oh, gross. Yes. Well, I mean, if yes. she thought that it was hamburger, that makes sense. No, vice versa. Like, she ordered oh. steak and it was a hamburger, you know, to keep the price down. Right. Yeah. So, just, ugh. Like, ketchup on, on hamburger, great. But, like, the even notion, she was like, I'm going to get a steak and put a ke- Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Thanks, though. All right, now that we're all good and angry and lied to, now we'll go deal with people who can't lie because in Florida or not, the lies are very... Just because you found that in my pants doesn't mean it's mine. Like, right. That's what we have to deal with. That's usually what we're going for. <laughs> you can win your way into a drastic quest. That is just the kind of spiteful energy we need to take into Florida or not. Like, it's just ironic that it landed there. I want you to think like that, and then maybe, maybe we can get into the mindset a scary proposition is as the criminals of Florida. AJ McCall at VFX. Three headlines, please. Okie dokie. So we got headline number one, which involves a lady who got her arrested for assaulting a 16-year-old KFC employee because she wasn't happy with service. Guys. I mean, unless he, like, spit in her food. He, what, what? Dude. Yeah. Yeah. So there's story one. Then we got story number two. Some guy got a COVID relief loan and then spent $57,000 on it on a uh, Pokemon card. No word on which one it was. Spent it nonetheless, though. I plead the fifth. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. And then we've got story (laughs) number three. A woman threw tacos at her mom's head and got arrested for battery. (laughs) Why? Why? I just want a food fight so bad, but like... Like every other week, actually, this is two weeks in a row now mm-hmm. for this one specifically. But every other week, there's someone, oh, so and so threw uh, air at someone, and then please, nope, nope, you can't do that. Nope, don't throw air. What are you you gonna, can't go throwing air. Like, whatever, we'll find out. I'm leaning that way towards Florida, not just spoiler alert. But, like, what does it mean? Like, can you not have water balloon flights in Florida anymore? Be like, ah, nope, nope. Assault with a missile. <laughs> I don't know. No, that was in Pennsylvania. Yeah, but it was a pumpkin. I know. It was a pumpkin that the dude used. Great. He hit her in the head and pumpkins Threw are not Threw a car. Light. Yeah. Like it was a great shot. Don't get me wrong. But like, I'm just terrible. Like, ugh, whatever. That's not important. No. You know, I realized they asked about uh, water balloon fights without stating the obvious in terms of another food assault case that we've got in this Florida Not Stories, AJ McCall at VFX. Snowball fights or snowball fights. Out. I mean, in Florida, yeah. They don't really happen there. But just in general. I mean, not all the most of these food stories happen in Florida. I'm just saying. And I'm leaning that way. We'll find out. I'm just saying, like, like Jen, like we just, yes or no, can I have a snowball fight this winter? Yes. Thank goodness. You're a sweetheart. Jen's in my corner. (laughs) Three full stories, please. Okie dokie. We got story number one. 23-year-old lady got arrested for assaulting a 16-year-old Uh, KFC employee. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So I... I, What for? I don't know. Unhappy with the service at the KFC drive-thru window, quote unquote. Like if it was a time thing, like... uh, I don't know. Tough. Like like it's it's long everywhere. Yeah, I... Sorry, uh, longer than normal. How about that? Uh, I don't really know. I guess she also got hit with a count... uh, Burglary count for... Entering KFC, which was closed with the exception of the drive-thru. Um, I, yeah, I got nothing. I, whatever. Whatever. Idiot. 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 Move on. There's story one. Story number two. Some guy got a COVID relief loan, then spent $57,000 of it on a Pokemon card. Look, 
I, I don't know what it was, though. I could feel everyone's hypothetical eyes staring at me. And yes, this was a very intelligent decision. <laughs> that is an investment. Okay. I want to know what card it is so I, I can actually tell you whether I think it's worth it or not. I know. There's no word. There is absolutely zero word on what it was. I'm jealous. This charge that ended up uh, coming to him for the application of the Economic Injury Disaster Loan, or EIDL, carries a sentence of up to 20 years in federal prison and $250,000 in fines. So I hope $57,000 was worth it. I'm, I might backtrack a little bit now. Yeah, you probably should. <laughs> Just a smidge. Yeah, you, you probably should. And then we got story number three. A 20-year-old lady facing charges for domestic battery after hurling two tacos across the house and hitting her mom in the head with them, Were which they- is... Really kind of impressive because... Um, they, I don't expect tacos to hold together. Like burritos. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Were they, were they crunchy or soft? That was going to be know. my question. I don't know. Hurling tacos, quote unquote. Because like I, I think like a like a flour or corn tortilla would just like a soft taco would make just a funny noise. Yeah. But a crunchy taco, I mean, you get that in the eye. Like. No, I, I don't know. Anyway, ironically, they'd been arguing about cleaning the place, so... Um, there was Clean quote, this. yeah, there was quote food debris all around her on the couch and on the back of her shirt. Yeah, I, so, I would expect so. She claimed she threw Just the tacos out of frustration and didn't mean to hit my mom. So she spent the night in jail, <laughs> she got released on a hundred dollar like, bond. Ah! Yeah. And then she was like, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to hit you, mom. Somebody make a meme. You ever been so angry you wanted to throw a taco? Yeah. I tell you what, though, much like I, better than that cigarette commercial. I think if you'd taken a bite of that taco, you would have felt way better. You probably wouldn't have said anything you regretted. It's a taco, and it's food. Like, you eat that, and you're like, take a second to chew through it, and you're like, all right, calmer heads have now prevailed. I'm not going to throw this taco at you. <laughs> that being said, look, uh, the Pokemon card one is bad, but I'm yes. still a little bit envious, Jen. And so it's really one or three. One is a little bit more of a hit and miss rate. of I, I don't have the hard statistics on it, but, you know, the assault on uh, fast food workers has happened in Florida a fair amount. But like the food ones has of like always been in Florida. It's I I feel like I say it each time, and then it's true again. We've had a hamburger, we've had ketchup, now we've got tacos. I mean, like we're missing like a slice of pizza. We've got like the full thing or Chinese food, and we got the whole fast food cuisine right there. So I don't know about you. I'm leaning three. Um, I'm gonna go with number three. Okay, we're gonna go with this. Plus, also, it should be number three for simply wasting tacos. <laughs> They're delicious. They are delicious. Unless you do it the Utah way, put ketchup on it, then yeah, throw that in the trash. <laughs> is it story number three? It is. Congratulations. Yes. We've got you hooked up with a four pack to uh, Jurassic. Is it Jurassic World? Is that what it's called? Jurassic Quest. Jurassic, Jurassic Quest. World. I mean, that'd be some impressive tickets. To I know. Away. I know. Jurassic Quest going on at the Salt Palace. Hang on the line. We'll grab spinfall from you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a tendency to overload your burritos? Since yes. we're on the subject, okay, just making sure. However, I know how to roll them, so it's okay. Uh, I have figured it out from Ashley to the point that it's 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 become quite quite less messy than it used to be. But still, I misjudge it every time. I'm like, this is fine. Ah, crap. Yep. Congratulations to Jen. She wins Florida Not on VFX. Very rarely do we get to talk about, especially in Florida Not, how uh, they get their come up. It's like they're usually they there's an arrest where they get caught or whatever, but it's not in a funny way. Do need to give a shout out to a Marine who I don't know if you've seen this video, McCall. I know it was all over TikTok. It's been all over the internet. Marine stopped a burglary and I think oh. I clocked it about 0.2 seconds. Dude, yeah. Iconic. Just really. We're going to share the video on Twitter, but we're going to talk about this guy because like it just done. Burglary. Unreal. Like that fast. Yeah.
like to amend the last thing that I said coming out of Florida. Not sometimes the criminals do get caught in a funny way. What I what I should have actually said is that very rarely do we get to highlight the people who do the catching. Correct. Unless it's like a cow or a horse or right. something. AJ McCall on VFX, which is why we're going to talk about this Marine who disarmed a burglary. It got to be a world record. Somebody call Guinness. They must. Because, like, dudes, what? It's on our Twitter, Utah's VFX. Basically, what happened is uh, two burglars, mass burglars, tried to walk into a Chevron and they see a dude there who happened to be a former Marine. And dude, like, lets them walk in, grabs gun, knocks first guy down, and second, second dude, like... guy is, like, scrambling. He's got the cartoon legs, right? Where you hear he the does. And then he falls down, and then he gets out. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> and then they leave. It's unreal. Like, I watched this video, I don't know how many times, and I was like, wow. Way to go, dude. Seriously. Like, Gutsy. It's... It, 0.2 seconds is not an exaggeration. No. Wow. I mean, kudos to him. Uh, again, the video is on our Twitter, Utah's VFX. 4.30 a.m. too. Dude's clearly a morning person, yeah? Yeah. Probably going to work, and he's like, oh, now I got to call into work because I got so much adrenaline I can't hang. And he 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 had to have because he kept the, the one dude, the second guy got away, but he kept the one dude detained until police were able to show up and, so and of course, rest him. But, wow. Fresh off of Florida, right? Like we try to share good stories, but very rarely do we get to share the cool stories of people that bust the people. So yep. again, check it out on our Twitter, Utah's VFX. You know, ironically enough, McCall, right before the show started this morning, mm-hmm. there was a uh, best of that played, and it said, "What do you think McCall's number one work distraction is?" McCall said, "Everything." Everything. And then it said, "What do you think AJ's number one distraction is?" And it said, "McCall." Yes. Well, good news for one of us. Apparently, that's actually good for morale. One of us is. Oh, good. Shot in the dark, whether it's distracting yourself or distracting your others. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, let me be very clear. I don't think McCall is alone in her interruption of our fellow coworkers. I would put, like, the VFX staff just combined at the top of that list. The question becomes, though, AJ McCall at VFX, how would you define your interrupting? Is it because of being loud, jokes? Questions, what? Mm, I don't know. Mine's more like, I feel like, entertainment, question mark. Which, I would say, provides definitely, I think, a morale boost. However, apparently, according to a study, if you're the coworker that's constantly interrupting someone and asking questions, actually, you might be doing your coworker a favor because it makes them feel like they're an important part of the team mm. and it boosts morale. Which is ironic because I feel like everybody kind of has the same reaction. I don't know what the number of questions is, but I feel like everybody has the same reaction once they're asked several questions. Like, oh my god, I I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. That's always my worry because I have so many questions. My worry is that I ask like too many questions and then I'm just annoying, and so then I just don't ask any questions and I just like try and figure it out for myself. And then I'm like, I don't know anything that I'm doing. And then I have to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you help me with this? I can't figure out the login. And they're like, oh yeah, no big deal. Good and bad news. So asking some questions, good, bad news. You can't get to that point because the study found at some point you will become less productive. You're asking enough questions. Did it ballpark? How many questions? Nope. Oh, good. So you're supposed to ask questions, interrupt. Not enough. But not too many. Not too many. many. Yeah. So... Good but if luck? you ask enough, yeah. you're just done. So, good luck. It's like trying to pay taxes, basically, is what I'm figuring out from this. You owe us money. How much money? 
oh, no, you have to figure it out. Oh, so you don't know how much I owe you? No, we know how much you owe us. You just have to tell us. You just have to pay us. And then if you're wrong, then... Yeah. We'll we'll get into a fight and you'll go to jail. Why would you Why would you stop the study? Like ballpark it. Like it's generally four to eight questions. Like you can give me a, a decent day? range. I don't know. No, I'm not. They don't have one. That's what I'm saying. Like it's not like there's no like daily limit. Nothing. Or, that's dumb. No, they didn't ballpark it at all. That's dumb. I hate that. <laughs> I hate everything about that. Nope. So uh, look, my I'll classify myself as an interrupting type. Loud. Very loud. That's the interrupting that I do. Loud. I'm going to break up the monotony of the day. Are you going to appreciate it? Well, it depends on what your sense of humor. That being said, ask questions of people, just not too many. Apparently, that's the advice that you get. Um, (laughs) I don't know if you uh, knew this or not, McCall, but there was a challenge. There was a challenge to your throne. How dare they? Oh, yeah. We're going to get to that coming up. Uh, Someone... Had some really silly injuries. Oh, good. Which we'll get to that before that, though. Uh, look, I don't know who needs to hear this, but when it comes to being on a plane, just don't like don't bother anybody, right? Like, I feel like this has been established. Yeah, I, it's amazing to me that we don't have more plane stories in Florida or not. It's a popular vacation spot because it's warm, spring break, all that. It, is, it astonishes me. That we do not get more of those stories, but yet again, someone's gone viral for doing something that disgusting, no, inconvenient, yeah, probably. Educate me for a second, the McCall Taylor. Why do I'm just gonna say people do the, do the hair over the chair thing? I don't know. AJ McCall at VFX. Well, I guess I do know. Usually, it's because it gets hot, like on your neck. Okay, it's really hot. I got you. Um. Same I can, thing I can for empathize like with that. Pulling your hair up or whatever, those kinds of situations. Pretty typical. But All right. <laughs> I'm I'm on board with that. Uh not nah, nah, pun. Because nah. we're talking about airplanes, because someone's gone viral and we need to determine whether this is not whether or not this is annoying. And the picture's gonna go up in the poll today so you can vote up. But basically a woman is sitting uh in a, on an airplane and has flipped a lot. It is not a small amount no, of hair. It's like all of her hair she has. Like it, it is long, like that's got to be down to the small of her back. Almost. Well, I would assume looking at this picture, you know, maybe just maybe it's just that it's too long. And so she has to sit on it. Maybe it's so long that she has to sit on her it, hair. It, and so that's ish. how she just does it. But so important to double check that you can't, you can't, I feel like you can't totally tell, but like there's no video screens on the back no. of the seat. So that's important because no. that would be a royal pain in the butt. Because then you'd be like, what? That screen. Screen. I didn't want to watch it through the jungle. Thank you. So the question is, uh, even the, the person tweeted it, would this upset you? Is what he said. And the answer is yes. Yeah. I don't want your hair. Well, yeah. Because like, like ultimately, what my policy when I send a plane is we're all cramped. Nobody is happy about it. I'm going to tra- try and take up as much space as I can in my area and not impede anyone else. Because nobody. Nobody is happy. When I was flying back from um, Europe this last vacation, there was this family, and granted, they had two kids, and I get it, and I'm sure it's a pain in the butt to travel internationally with two kids, but they were like, "This take, our bags can go up here and take this seat, and they were like, just holding up everybody, trying, like, look, I, I want you to be as comfortable as possible, because I want to be as comfortable as possible, but at, at the end of the day, you also got to understand, we're sitting in coach on an international flight, like, it's just not going to be great for anybody. So just sit down and let us just try and get through this, all right? And they're just trying to bogart seats and all this. Ugh. The hair thing, though, less than the 
I, the least of these, I just don't want it near me. Because, like, I lean my head forward sometimes or, like, I read and I'll put it down on the food tray. It's covering the food tray. Yeah. Is she going to move her hair when food comes along? Because I got to tell you, I don't want that in my drink. No, that would be the most disgusting thing. One thing to find your own hair. Yeah. In something or to find your own hair. Like, nope, done. Yeah. Ah, that's gross. Ha. Thermo Fisher scientific poll of the day. You tell us though. Like, I'm testing when it comes to planes, mostly because I feel like people don't get the rule. It's the same thing with like people standing up in the end. Like, I don't have a problem standing up to stretch, but like people get up like they're gonna make it out the plane first. Like if I they know. take off at that exact moment, they'll beat everyone else to the door. It's the same thing with. People boarding, I don't understand. Everybody's like in <laughs> yes. such a hurry to board, and then everybody's in such a hurry to like deboard. But it's like I, I get it. I also want to be off of the plane. Yes, but like the rules in are due established. Time, yeah, you just just hold, please. Yeah, Every, like we're gonna go row by row. That's how this works. Yep. Okay, so I mentioned this before. Everyone's favorite Hollywood. I don't know what I, I don't know how I want to finish this. So I'm going to stop. Kate Beckinsale, okay, apparently injured herself in a credit to her very ridiculous way. Okay, there's only one way to take that. It's a challenge to the McCall Taylor's throne. Yes. So with this now open invitation to submit your silliest of silly injuries, six eight two five five, the number to text. Start your text with VFX or call. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five, and the McCall Taylor will judge for you how ridiculous it is, and if you unseat the crazy ways that she has hurt herself. Yeah. Could we see the McCall Taylor as the premier, the eminent force, the expert on how to injure yourself in a ridiculous way, dethroned? AJ and McCall on VFX. The start is ironic because I think once upon a time she has posted several videos about how great yoga is for her, but Kate Beckinsale got put in the hospital. Would you like to guess how? I'm going to guess since you implied yoga, I'm going to go with yoga. Close. She didn't quite make it there. She was trying to put on leggings and apparently did something to her back and had to go to the hospital. Relatable, though. I tried to get into freaking shapewear this weekend. That was impossible. That was great. Look, I'm not saying it's not a challenge, but I mean, oh, it is. basically, look, I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying your response is I threw up my back putting on pants. Uh, look, I'm going to laugh a little. I'm going to laugh a little bit. Uh, we got this text message, the open invitation, right? 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX, Utah's VFX. You can message us. Uh, what in ridiculous way to ginger yourself and McCall shall judge accordingly. And then if she's dethroned, she's dethroned. Text says, when I was two years old, I was playing with Duplo Legos, the big ones meant mm. for kids, mm-hmm. and I built a tower to try and get up out of my crib. I ended nope. up falling. Long story short, broke my leg. Oh, broke my rats. Leg. That sucks. <laughs> smart, though. It was very smart. <laughs> very intelligent kid. Uh, here's another one we got off of uh, Facebook. Apparently, my wife sneezed one time try- tying her shoe and hit herself in the nose with her knee. Oh, Blood everywhere. everywhere. That's awful. Those are always the ones that it's like, why was I doing that? <laughs> the jerk. Just bam. Yeah. Oh, concussion. Yeah. Actually, uh, I was moving out of an apartment once and I was carrying stuff down to the dumpster because I got to that point where I was like, if I'm not keeping it, it's just going to the trash. And I dropped something. So I bent down to pick it up right outside my front door and I stood up where the window unit was Ugh. and hit the corner just right and just cracked my skull. Yeah. And so like blood is everywhere. So I'm going to take a shower and deal with this. So I text my friend that's coming over to help. Uh, I'm in the shower, doors unlocked, bleeding everywhere. Oh, nice. <laughs> All I can get out before I hop in the shower. Uh, 
Uh, here's another one. I was getting ready for a date. I was checking out how uh, my backside looked in a mirror, pinched a nerve in my neck. I could barely oh. move for three days. Dude, that's awful. You gotta go to a chiropractor after that. Oh, it's terrible. I, I feel you, messenger. There's that one day, um, I, I, my arm was just killing me. And then we decided that I just threw out or pulled an arm muscle sleeping a weird way. Like, this is 30. This is 30. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was the worst. Any other weird injuries you'd like to add to this, McCall, since we're collecting and commiserating? I mean, I've fallen off of a disco ball and jacked up my wrist, which still hurts, by the way. Like, I need to go into the chiropractor and have him, like, crack it a little bit because it's my fingers do this tingly thing where they don't like to work. And I, I'm pretty. Not a bad thing, right? yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Don't worry. I went to the doctor. They told me nothing was wrong. So it's okay. It's fine. Uh, I jacked up my ankle trying to go bowling after throwing myself down the lane instead of the ball. Did you get a strike? Uh, I don't remember. I almost passed <laughs> out. It was terrible. Not worth it, but hopefully you did. All, hopefully you did well. I don't think I did. I don't <laughs> think I did. Uh, uh, no, I don't think I did. I got up and I walked into the bathroom because I was so embarrassed. And then I uh, sat uh, there basically. trying to put off my pass out spell. And everybody out in the hall in, in the hallway was like, "Oh, where'd McCall go? Did she go into the bathroom?" And I was like, "Yeah, guys, I just had to go to the bathroom. I wasn't gonna pass out or anything." Yeah. Try to play it off. Of course you do. I think it was okay. I don't know though. <laughs> I don't know if I played it off very well. I don't think I don't think anyone has quite dethroned McCall yet. Not to say that there won't be one day, but not yet. AJ McCall on VFX. I found out from a friend of a friend that there is a list of um I would say types of people, but like types of people like if I use the moniker Mama's boy, that you're not supposed to marry. I had no idea. Though I suppose I should have because it was probably an indicator when my boss once upon the time said, hey, by the way, good luck getting married. It might not work out for you. Oh, gosh. Don't marry a blank. What is the blank? AJ McCall on VFX recently found out apparently there's a list of like professions or descriptions of people that answer that question. And I had no idea. Like, don't marry a mama's boy, which makes sense. I did not know that. Okay. Uh, apparently, though, I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because once upon a time, um, I was very early, like right when I graduated college, a buddy of mine was talking to me, my boss actually, talking to me about uh, relationships. He goes, good luck chasing this career. You got a lot of moving. You know, there's a little bit of instability in it. I hope it works out for you, but thanks for the pep talk. So don't marry a person in radio, apparently. But apparently on the list, rich kid. Okay. Only child. Okay. Jim Rat. Okay. Former cheerleader. Okay. Question is, I guess first, did you know this? Did you know there was a list of these? No. I mean, I assumed that there probably was, but nah, I don't know. It's really difficult because for me, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to let a list dictate anything. And then afterwards, I'm like, nah, well, maybe I should have. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not necessarily with like a marriage <laughs> thing, because obviously I've never been married, right, but right. you Saves know what these. I mean? Just in general, I'm like, I'm not going to let this list dictate anything. And I'm like, oh, whoops. Who's <laughs> <laughs> not going to control me? It's just weird because I was like, so like the mama's boy makes sense. The only child thing uh, I think makes sense because the reasons are, are very similar. Like mama's boy, you're never going to, you're never going to separate mom from Right, boy as as wife, et cetera. Right. And and um only child makes it because like 
they get the attention. And so that's something difficult to deal with. But I was just kind of blown away by this. Like, I th- maybe it's just the fantasy, but like rich kid, like, is it just because, I mean, don't me wrong. I know that there are plenty of them that have been proven to be absolute tools. Right. I'm just astonished that there's this list and why nobody passed. Like, this is relevant information. I don't think I'm anything on this list. Why was this not told to me? Like, shouldn't somebody pass down, hey, by the way, here's the list of, just just keep an eye on that. Maybe not even necessarily don't. Just like, if you run into one of these people, just know there, there's there's a red flag there. You need a little bit more due diligence, another background check, run them through one more time. It's nuts. Yeah. I don't know why you were never told this list, but I I don't feel like I was ever told this list either. I, it's, that's rude, society. Like, <laughs> we we people work to put this list together. Through bad experiences, obviously. List? That's a good question, That's the too. question. Who made the list? People. It's <laughs> great. Birds. Birds spied birds, on birds people. Birds aren't real. Put this list together. I, I'm astonished. I, I don't know. Like, it, it's just nuts to me. And I'm sure if you're one of those things, a rich kid, a mama's boy, an only child or whatever, you're like, hey. And I'm like, I'm, look, there's no, the, the truth about anything in life is that there's no 100%. So nothing is ever a guarantee one way or the other, but there's apparently been enough of that happening that if you got married to a rich kid, you got married to a gym rat, you got married to a mama's boy, it didn't go well. Mm-hmm. Now the idea is formed, and so now it's on those that have to fight against that stigma. Um, wow. Uh, we got a really interesting phone call after the show yesterday. We do a fair amount, i.e., of uh, dating advice, and someone apparently finds themselves recently single. However, they're concerned about their age when it comes to going back into the dating pool. Advice needed, advice given. I don't know that there's ever been a time that we've turned down trying to give advice yet. AJ and McCall and the Automatrix Group debated aid on VFX, but someone recently found themselves single, decided to reach out. Well, let's let's just play the message. Okay. Recently found myself single and the worst time to be a single male. Dating for the first time in my 40s. I married my high school sweetheart. We've done part of ways. Now I don't know what to do because I'm trying to find if I need a, a lawyer and a notary to be present if I want to ask a girl to kiss me or, or dance on the floor because I'm worried about getting urban mired. <clears throat> Again, I, I saw what was going on there. It didn't look like it, anything way out of line. But at the same time, how do you date? I'll let you take the first crack of that one, McCall. Go to therapy. Thank you. Because you got to figure out there's some, there's some things there within this realm that is being discussed that I feel like you need to sort out to understand moving forward. Maybe things didn't f- go through with your high school sweetheart because of missed context clues. I don't know. There's a lot of things that are up in the air that I don't feel comfortable speculating on, but I feel like that, that you need to sort stuff out before you even try and go forward at this point. It's like two big cracks of this one, the urban Meyer thing. Like if you're talking about being recorded, homeboy was recorded. Cause dude was out with a college girl and homeboy married picture of him and his wife were in that bar. So I don't know what the implication was on your end. And I don't want to, jump to conclusion i'm just saying that's why urban meyer got in trouble to the the notion of the notary or the lawyer present when you ask a girl to get like like, okay i'm a dude 
And I have not been in the dating realm for quite a while. So maybe I will concede. I don't know completely because I've been out for almost five years. Overblown a little bit. Like that just seems like the like the the all the freakouts right in the Me Too movement. Like I don't want to make jokes with women anymore because I don't want to get in trouble. Like don't we kind of know what the line is? Not kind of. Shouldn't we know what the line is? Like I just I think you're all right, homeboy. Like. I can't speak to being 40 and dating, and I'm sure, like McCall and I have said multiple times, I don't want to go back in the dating pool because it's just sorting through. It's a numbers game. you got to sort through a bunch of stuff that's not great to finally find something that is possible, and then it's even smaller numbers from there and there and there. But <laughs> I don't think your notions going into it are going to do you any favors. So like what McCall said, I think you kind of got to take a step back. Reassess, isn't that when most people do post-breakup, especially like if you were married, your high school sweetheart, and you're in your 40s, you're probably together for a minute. So most people post-breakup kind of have that like, all right, let's reassess. Got to improve myself to go back in to really, you know, assess what I have to offer that would bring someone in and want to date me. Yeah. I mean, uh, you would hope that that's the case, but some, for some I mean, maybe people. Maybe you think you're a catch. I could be wrong. For, I think most people go, Ugh, okay, got to work out a little bit. Kind of pick up those good habits, right? Because you, you get the relationship bod. You stop working out as much because you spend time, right? It's a, it's a common thing. I, w- I would say take McCall's advice and just combine it with that normal thing. Sort through some other stuff besides the workout, eat better, all that stuff. Oh, boy. Um, good luck, though. Nonetheless, and sorry for your what – you, what do you say in a divorce? Sorry for your loss sounds bad. That's death. Yeah, it's just, you know – I hope that the best comes to you. Hope that the best comes to you. Interesting enough, uh, speaking of relationships, we got a message that just came in. Ask a really interesting question, I think, along these same lines, which, yeah, we'll, we'll do this. Uh, it has to do with uh, trusting your gut, which I think right, you, you try and build up enough experiences to do so. Interesting concept of deciding to invade someone's privacy or trusting your gut. Someone sent us a message while we were going through the beginning part of the debate at 8, AJ and McCall and VFX. It says, hey, Barden with me is, uh, might be a little bit long, but I heard you guys talking about don't marry a blank and the guy with the phone call. Uh, so most cheaters are caught because of invasion of privacy, right? But I have come around to this thought that you don't confront a cheater because then they learn how to be a better cheater. You just end a relationship as opposed to getting to that point. In fact, I ended a relationship a few years back because of gut feelings, and I didn't want to, but I also didn't want to become that guy, the guy who snoops, the guy who questions, and the guy who's thinking about going into her phone. My logic was either A, she's cheating and I made the right call, B, my gut is off and maybe I've developed some trust issues or subconsciously know this relationship isn't going anywhere. I shouldn't be in a relationship and it's time to work on myself, and I made the right call. So, two-part question. One, does trusting your gut justify invading the person's privacy? Two, should you end it as soon as your gut says someone is cheating? Mm, I think that you definitely need to have a conversation about it. And I, I don't know. It depends on... There's different kinds of gut instincts. True. And so, I, I think it kind of depends on the gut instinct that you're leaning into. Um. If it's just like a subtle, you know, your brain's whispering to you, oh, what if he's cheating or what if they're cheating, you know, or if there's like a, this has happened before, or there have been things that have come up or, uh, there are situations that have arisen that are key indicators of, it depends on where you're at with it. Yeah. I like the, I mean, cause I think 
with you? Like you can, I think everybody gets those murmurs at some point, or mm-hmm. you just kind of get doubtful, questioning, whatever you want to call it. So some some evidence or something more than just like you got a bad feeling. I think would would be prudent if you're going to make a decision with the implications of ending a relationship. The interesting thing is the distrusting your gut justify invading the person's privacy, especially when set up, like you said at the beginning, where he said, uh, you know, most cheaters get caught because of invasion of privacy and confronting a cheater may teach them just to be a better cheater. That is fascinating. That is really interesting because I think ultimately when relationships don't end, it's because people see at least believe they want to see the best in someone and so that they can see past it or that they want an explanation to sort out whether it's worth it or not because they've invested this amount of time in someone. But it's a really interesting concept because you'd have to, I guess to know for sure, you'd have to follow the people past that relationship and see, did they change? Did they evolve? Did they learn? Or was it just honing skills to become better and better at being awful? I think the interesting thing would be, I think you just got to be just a, when it comes to the question, does trust uh, trusting your gut justify invading a person's privacy? I think ultimately it's a little bit of a double-edged sword. You can feel remorseful, but still feel justified in finding out for sure. Um, ideally, I think you go back to what McCall said. You got to have something more than a gut feeling, like some evidence. So I guess to answer your question, technically, no, just trusting your gut might not justify it. There's got to be something that, tips you off, different behavior, weird action, whatever it is. But I think ultimately, like, I don't think anyone ever feels great in that situation, at least initially being like, I've I've come to the situation where I have to invade someone's privacy. But like the other side of that coin would be if the partner has led them to that point, probably something going on, at least that they're not doing right to not to make them feel uncomfortable. Right. Yeah, I would say so. I also think that um a little bit of it depends on how long you've also been together too because at this point if you've been together for x amount of years or x amount of time or whatever and it ends up coming into this realm of am i invading privacy obviously you get privacy you know i'm not going to go through and like read dustin's journal or something like that but you know there's there's a realm of privacy there but there's also a realm of trust and so it's a it's a that's a good point. It's an understanding because at what point when you end up getting married, if you end up getting married and you end up having kids, there is nothing that becomes private. It's fair. No, it's a good point. I mean, the time of that is going to be, you would, I think, would also, uh, time of the relationship, everything McCall said would give you, I think, the read on the person to figure out one way or the other, right? If they're acting off. That's a fascinating question. The gadgets uh, of the year, the hot gadget of the year ahead of Christmas has been released. Is it something that the homeowners of the VFX staff are interested in? The number two demanded gadget this year for Christmas is a doorbell cam. Now, I do not have my own house. I rent. I do have a doorbell, though. That's but good. figured yesterday during the after show, AJ McCall at VFX. I don't know. Is a doorbell like? Is a doorbell more annoying than knocking? I feel like it is, right? Uh. I don't know. The only reason why I end up using a doorbell is because I can't hear anything. That's fair. So that's... your house is big enough. The doorbell obviously yeah. makes more sense. But the number two gadgets, the doorbell caps. Yes, in the after show, Producer Butters, McCall, they own their houses, right? So I asked, all right, you want one? No. And that was the consensus. Now, McCall, what was your reasoning for not wanting one? I just don't really 
I don't know. I just don't really want one. Like, I think they're neat, but I don't know. I've got surveillance cameras up. I don't necessarily need one. My favorite answer, I think, was besides going through the long-winded experience that is producer butter's front door about how he doesn't use it how he hates it people use it please don't use it uh was the i don't want to answer the door when i'm home why would i want to answer the door when i'm not home? it's true (laughs) in all honesty i mean we've we've seen a few instances right where they where they've been useful because there was uh was a coworker of ours was, was living in one of those neighborhoods that there was a bunch of vandalization, like people were taking bats or something to cars. Mm-hmm. There was that. Of course, we had the news story during the election that there were people that were repeatedly stealing uh, campaign signs, signs all kinds right? Of signs, so yeah. we've seen some cases where it's provided a little bit of, of handiness or whatever, but mostly like in Logan, right? If you don't lock your doors, you don't lock anything. I mean, do you need the doorbell camera? You know, and that's that's the thing for me. I mean, if I have all of my cameras and stuff set up around my house yeah. i don't need gotcha. i don't need a doorbell camera yeah. like not to mention you're tied enough with your neighbors that if anything's suspicious i'm sure they'd be like hey by the way for the most not, part <laughs> not to say that they're snooping or anything and trying to gossip no obviously of course not they're just doing their due diligence speak can i ask by the way so sure. like on one of the paths i go for a walk there's the sign right you've seen right it has the shady dude with the hat and it says warning neighborhood, neighborhood watch, watch. What does that mean? Like, do they have meetings? Yeah. People have, like, meetings and stuff. I'm an adult. I've never been invited to that. Well, then join the Neighborhood Watch. Well, how? Like, is there a Facebook group? I don't know Should if there's there be a, a Facebook Should there a flyer group? or something? I mean, you got to go to, like, town meetings and town council stuff. It's, like, all... Oh, I thought it was done on more of, like, a micro level, right? Because neighborhood by neighborhood as opposed to going to... Like, so they got, like, sub-meetings when they do the town council stuff? Let me look. I had no idea. I, I just wanted to know what that sign meant because I see it all the time. You the can other register day, like, online. Nationalneighborhoodwatch.com. Oh, org. Excuse me. Do you Sorry. get anything like a badge or a no. vest or something with like reflectors, flashlights, just something? Just a big ego. Not really what I was looking for. I mean, it was kind of what I was looking for, but I wanted it through like stuff. I wanted to be validated through like vests and badges and things. You get to, if you really want to know what's going on, just download Nextdoor. Like that app. What be that? It's like Facebook, but for Snoopy neighbors. Ooh. So it's like Snoopier than Facebook. <laughs> That's saying something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, may- maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, speaking of gadgets, though, uh, a friend of mine, speaking of Facebook as well, a friend of mine posted something. I'm going to be honest. I think it's a little bit tongue in cheek, but I had to bring it to you because it was, and I quote, two things I can tell about you if you have a robo vacuum. Oh, okay, great. I know someone that has a robo vacuum. It's me. Look, I passed judgment yet. I'll just let McCall tear him apart after this. Perfect. Poor, poor friend. It was nice knowing you. AJ and McCall on VFX. Uh, RoboVacuum, I think, was on the top 10 gadget. I was looking at the gadget list, right? Talked about doorbell cameras. And for whatever reason, apparently my friend decided to sound off on them. Okay. Titled the post is, Two Things I Know About You If You Have a Robot Vacuum. Um, <laughs> first, excuse me. Uh, one, you're too lazy to care about cleanliness. Two, your floors aren't clean. Okay. Now, look called working smarter not harder right yes the point of having a robo vacuum yes just run whenever you want here's here's my answer i have three dogs okay true 
So seen them. having them be consistently, having this run consistently through my house, it's beautiful. It's very nice. I also have somebody come and clean my house once a week. So maybe that considers me as lazy, whatever you want to classify it as lazy, quote unquote. That's fine. I see it as I have other things I can be doing with my life. Uh, how about the job that your robo cleaner does? Just uh, since point number two was your floors aren't clean. I've never had one. I don't know that I've seen them in action still to this point. Did you do a good job? Yeah. Yeah. Mine does pretty well. I just read that and I thought, man, what what did, what did Robo what did Robo vacuums do to you? Yeah. Because like the truth is like they're st- they're still a bit pricey, right? Yeah. Ish, right? So not they're not like everybody has them yet, but who who would turn down that? Not like vacuums the worst store, frankly. Vacuum doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy enough. You plug it in. If it didn't, I wouldn't have given in to McCall talking me into buying a hundred dollar vacuum cleaner. Dude, I love I love that Look, shark. Shark's great, no denying. There's no denying, but. Like, if you could just run the thing all day, honestly, wouldn't I think the argument would go the opposite now that I'm thinking about it? Because, like, I couldn't run a robo vacuum in my house because my house is a mess because there's just stuff on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like, for a robo vacuum to be massive effectiveness, you would have to have all the stuff off the floor so robo vacuum can get to all the places. Ah, my friend's an idiot. I had I just had to share because I was like, no, dude, what? No, like, because I bet I, I bet if I had one, I was like, here, I'm gonna give you one. Homeboy not turning it down. No. Of course not. Robo cleaners, like he's gonna turn down the next robo thing that comes out. I mean, that's where we're heading. Yeah. yeah. You want an automated self cleaning house? No, because I'm not lazy. <laughs> really? Really? Okay, I'll take the smart house from the Disney movie. You can have. You can have all the chores in your hands. VFX's Facebook roulette. We want to find something awesome you have and make it part of the VFX Facebook page. AJ Knight McCall, tell your friends with us. It is that simple. That's how we find the post we're looking for. McCall, what do you got? Well, I landed on my friends. This is uh, Cassie's post. It says, when I use my customer service voice, and it's a picture of Chucky with a Hello Kitty face on. I saw that one. That one's hilarious. Good. So good. I landed on Patrick. Me, I'm terrified of the cold. Therapist, I see. Me, trembling. Did you just say icy? Therapist, no. Chill out. Me, screams! Oh my gosh. <laughs> you can win. Yay! Oh, the AJ Knight, Viva Call Taylor, find and add us across all social media. I believe for our ghost hunt on Friday, all the spaces have been filled. There yes. may be. Okay, I was going to say there nope. may be one left, but they have filled. So we look all forward to doing out. that. Um, they've been doing it every, I believe, Friday and Saturday. The other realm has. So if you do want to do it, highly suggest so. But we're looking forward to having a full group and doing that Friday night. It's going to be a ton of fun. Um, still can't say it enough. Thank you so much for all those that have found the podcast. It's been a big two weeks for it. Of course, search for AJ McCall anywhere the podcasts are, like the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, iTunes, things like that. And then um, find AJ McCall, Facebook yeah. and Instagram and podcast and social media. Etc. 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 Please be safe. There's already been one crash in the canyon. Um, while the rain doesn't seem nearly as bad as it was yesterday, it looks like it's starting to come. At least some sunshine's coming up. It's still gray and cold and wet. So please be careful. Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.